What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fearless Rebel Radio. In today's episode, we're talking all about comparisons. Should you really stop comparing yourself to others? Why I think comparing yourself to others is actually a good thing. In what context comparisons are healthy versus not? And how to benefit by comparing yourself to others. Let's get started. Rebel Radio, baby! I am your host, Summer Inanin, a certified nutritional practitioner, diet rebel, and food lover on a mission to help you feel hot damn fearless in your body. Fearless Rebel Radio is here to empower you to defy the standards and break the rules in order to radiate confidence, relish in your uniqueness, and live life fearlessly on your own terms. Every episode, I will help you to do this by sharing practical advice not-so-PG-rated rants and interviews with fearless rebel guests. Welcome to the show. Today we're talking all about comparisons. I always read quotes that speak to how we should not be comparing ourselves to anyone else. There's probably the quote, comparison is the death of joy by Mark Twain, which I'm sure you've heard before, or the one from Bill Gates, which says, don't compare yourself with anyone in this world. If you do so, you are insulting yourself. So the question today is, should you really stop comparing yourself to others? I personally think not. So let's take a look at what comparison actually means. Comparing actually means that you are noting similarities and differences between two different things. And you can look that definition up in the dictionary because that's pretty much what I did. (laughs) You know, it's like when you go shopping for shoes and you can't decide between the cute funky pair or the sensible grandma shoe that you know is not going to give you blisters on your feet. You're simply noticing, note, noting the difference between the two different pairs of shoes. So comparison is really not a problem. Like why, why is that a bad thing? Comparing becomes a problem when you attach emotions and values about your own self-worth to your comparison. So for example, maybe at work you see a coworker who started the job at the exact same time as you, but they've been promoted before you. So you start to doubt your abilities and you feel bad about yourself. Or in the case of social media, which I'm going to talk about, you know, use as examples quite frequently in this, because I think that that's where so many people compare themselves to nowadays. But in the case of social media, we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. And that can breed massive feelings of insecurity. You know, we compare our food, our bodies, our workouts, our vacations, you know, our child rearing, all of that stuff gets, we we start to compare ourselves to what other people are doing. But is comparing really the problem? You know, is noticing the difference or similarity between yourself and someone else really a problem? I don't think so. You know, it's the reaction that you get to that comparison that can be problematic. It's the feelings that surface as a result of the comparison. More importantly, it's when we base our self-worth on comparisons to others. And in my opinion, these feelings are not brought up by the comparison, 
Rather, our own insecurities, our ego, and our desire for perfection. So if we're insecure, or we have an inflated ego, or we're perfectionists, then we will constantly be casting judgments on ourselves based on what others are doing. We feel a sense of envy, shame, or that we are not good enough when we see what others are doing. We can inflict stress on ourselves by setting an unrealistic bar of perfection based on what our friends are doing. And then our confidence fluctuates on an hourly basis based on our comparisons. You know, we feel bad that we're not doing a 30-day ab challenge or that we don't have, uh, you know, muscles to show off in pictures. <laughs> you know, and it can just, it can literally change based on an hourly basis, especially with the way that social media is. But it's not the comparison that's the problem. It's, it's those feelings that you're harboring as a result of it. So, you know, for example, like if I feel good about my business, then I don't feel negative feelings when I see other people succeeding. But if I'm having a bad month, then sometimes I feel bad when I see what others are up to. Similarly, like if I feel good about my body, I don't care whether people are at a different weight or have a more conventionally appealing appearance. Seeing those images and noting differences is really no different than seeing two different cars in a driveway. You know, there's no judgments attached. So the problem is not the comparison, it's our desire for perfection and lack of compassion for ourselves. In addition, I think that a lot of the time we confuse comparison and competition. And our feelings generated by so-called comparisons are often a manifestation of our competitive nature. Many of us, especially women, and especially if you're a perfectionist, have a competitive drive. You want to be the best at everything, but everything is not a competition and you're not going to be the best at everything because there's really no such thing. And treating yourself like that is only going to perpetuate negative feelings. So should you ignore what everyone else is doing? You know, should you stop comparing yourself to others? I don't think so. So I think that comparing yourself to others is actually a good thing. So let me explain. I think that surrounding yourself with people to aspire to be like is a great driver of positive change. When you're exposed to people who have done what you desire to achieve, this can give you a model for success. You know, you can assess the difference and learn, you know, what tactics worked for them. You know, what opportunities are possible. And I'm not saying that you want to copy everything. But I think that you can gather a lot of learnings and develop a real model for success when you surround yourself with people that you aspire to be, when you compare up, so to speak. And you can really ask yourself, how can I change? You know, what, what actions can I change to be more like them? It's not about changing yourself. It's about changing your actions and doing, doing it in your own unique way. But in order to find people to surround yourself with, to aspire to, you have to compare yourself to them. But you have to do it in a non-judgmental and compassionate way, respecting the fact that you have your own journey and that's going to be different and is going to yield a different outcome than them. So for example, in my own world, there's a health coach named Sarah Jenks that I admire. Like I really admire her work. 
And she has an online program called Live More, Way Less that helps women to focus on changing their surroundings and creating a better relationship with themselves in order to have a better relationship with food. Huh, kind of sounds familiar, right? If you know my stuff. It's, uh, you know, we we speak to very different uh, clients and we, I think, and I don't know her programs, but, you know, I believe we probably have a very different approach. But the first time I saw her stuff, I was like, oh my God, you know, she's doing exactly what I want to do. And, you know, I started to feel bad about myself. I started to envy where she was. And then I, then I was like, what are you, what are you doing, Summer? Like, you, you don't, there's no point in casting these judgments and comparing and, and comparing yourself to her in a way that makes you feel like you're not successful or good enough. And so I asked myself, you know, how can I leverage this in a positive way? And so what I do is I like I follow her and I look at what she's doing and I aspire to be more like her because she's been really successful. Um, And, you know, I'm not in that same position yet, but I know that it's a possibility like that's it's well, it's a definite possibility. It's where absolutely I'm going. Uh, but she's and and so I've taken her and she's one of the people that I always suggest to my clients to follow, you know, not because I'm threatened because they might go to her, you know, great. If they resonate more with her, perfect. She's the right person for them. But because I genuinely love her stuff and, you know, if I can help to grow her business, her business or her following by spreading her word amongst others instead of closing her out and saying, I never want to see what she's doing, then, you know, I'm going to be better off. Uh, other people are going to be better off. And, you know, I can just uh, use her to inspire myself. If I were to compete with her or feel envy, then I would never want to know who she is. But because I approach it in a non-judgmental way, or because I started to approach it in a non-judgmental way, I'm able to follow her and not let it hurt my own sense of success. You know, and I'm not perfect. And often I do find myself looking at what other people are doing, and sometimes I will feel envy. But that's when I know that perhaps I need to reevaluate my own judgments and standards and expectations of myself. You know, am I being too much of a perfectionist? Most of the time, the answer is yes. You know, am I being too hard on myself? Yes. And that encourages me to then take a step back, remind myself of where I am, what I'm good at, and how far I've come. And having people to model or compare myself to only gives me things to aspire to. So it's really about how you interpret that comparison and how you leverage that experience and how you turn it around to make it positive. And it's not always going to be like that, but I think in a lot of cases, you can use that comparison as a very positive influence in your life and a way to become more introspective and uh, kinder to yourself. Like it's a signal that, okay, maybe I'm setting the bar unrealistically high and maybe I need to appreciate all the things that I am doing instead of being such an asshole to myself. So, you know, I think that when it comes to comparisons, there's, you know, there's comparing up, which is kind of the example I just gave you where you sort of see someone who's, you know, further ahead, quote unquote, than you. So, you know, maybe they are more successful. Maybe they, um, you know, have like different 
relationships or, or better confidence, better body image, you know, healthier habits, whatever. And so you compare up. So you look at how can you maybe take learnings and model, model, model yourself to be more like them. Then there's comparing down. And comparing down can also be a negative thing. So comparing down is when, you know, let's say you're in that more successful position and you compare down to see the difference between where you are versus other people. And a lot of times people compare down to make themselves feel better. Okay. And again, that's when comparison would not be healthy because that's a sign that you are, you know, you've got insecurities that you need approval. Uh, And so an example of that would be, let's just say that you do a 5k run and, you know, you come home and, you know, your friend says, oh, how did you do? And you say, well, at least I wasn't last. Like, you know, someone was worse off than me. So you make yourself feel better because you weren't last. But it's like, you know, comparing yourself down is just as insecure as feeling bad when you compare yourself up. So it's also something to be very mindful of. I think when you compare yourself um, down, I think that with those people, you know, what can you offer them that to to make themselves feel better, you know, to offer your support. And you're not always going to be able to do that because sometimes it's in like a virtual world. But when you think about the relationships and the people in your life, instead of saying like, oh, like, you know, at least I wasn't the fattest girl at the party. Like, you know, what can you maybe offer to other people to, you know, make them feel better about themselves and take the higher road and, and don't use comparing down as a way to make yourself feel better. So when is it appropriate versus not to compare yourself to others? So I basically just kind of said that, you know, it is it is appropriate, but it's not always appropriate. So I think it's appropriate uh, to have, you know, a collection of people that inspire you and that you give you something to model. I think it becomes inappropriate when you are unnecessarily competing when you are basing your self-worth on the comparisons or when you're using that to put unrealistic demands on yourself. And when it and especially when it's based on things outside of your control like appearance. You know, if you're comparing your appearance, that's a problem. And when you're comparing yourself down to make yourself feel better, that's when it's not appropriate. So what's the best way to actually compare yourself to others? So I think that it's really important to have a collection of people that you aspire to be more like. So whether that's in your career, in your health, in your confidence, you know, in your sport, in your hobby, you know, who do you aspire to be more like? And and leverage those comparisons in your favor by noting the difference and you know understanding what you can learn from them in order to uh, change your actions and if you feel negative feelings about that comparison then that's when you need to take a step back and ask yourself where that's coming from is it coming from a desire to be perfect is it coming from envy or insecurity or is it coming from an overall lack of compassion for yourself And if it's not making you feel good, like ask yourself why. Perhaps you're just approaching it in the wrong way. Ask yourself if you are getting the whole picture of the person you are comparing yourself to. You know, is it through social media? 
Because if it is, odds are good you're getting like the tiniest fraction of their life. And for the most part, people really post positive things. They don't show the whole story. They don't show the struggle. They don't show the emotions behind what's really happening. They show you an image and then you create your own perception of what you think is going on behind the scenes. And so I think that you have to be really careful when it is in the context of of the internet and social media when you start to compare yourself to others. Ask yourself, are you competing? Like, you know, are these ill feelings, these negative feelings that you're feeling on from the comparison, are they based out of competition? And should you really be competing? You know, like, why would you be competing? What's the benefit of competing? And what, what's the downside? Like, talk yourself through it. Don't just ignore that feeling. Like, ask yourself where it's coming from. And... <laughs> You know, at the end of the day, like, you know, should you compare yourself to everyone? No, absolutely not. I don't think so. That's not what I'm saying here. So how do you know when you should eliminate comparisons? So I think it's when, you know, you start to become overly critical on yourself, you know, when it's unhealthy, like when you are, you know, finding yourself, you know, beating yourself up more often when you are, you know, uh, changing like food choices because you feel like people are passing judgments on you, when you have too many people that you're comparing yourself to, when you're constantly comparing yourself to others, and when you are always judging yourself. You know, I think that in a lot of cases, it's really important to have a few people that you compare yourself to in a very positive way. But if you're constantly comparing yourself to others, then that's when it becomes very unhealthy. So it's about, it's really, at the end of the day, it's about assessing the feelings that are attached to it, addressing the ones that you can. And then in the cases where, you know, it starts to become unhealthy, eliminating those comparisons. And sometimes it's really healthy to just take a step like take some time away from the source of the comparison. So especially social media. I mean, that's one of the things that I have a lot of my clients do is purge all the kind of nutrition and health and, you know, friends that post crap about, you know, their calories and and their bodies and stuff on social media, because I think that that can feed a lot of unhealthy behavior. So you really have to kind of, you know, look at your own situation and figure it out. But at the end of the day, you know, respect and honor your own journey. You know, we all have a path that we're meant to be on and there's a reason you are where you are at this moment. So remind yourself of that. And you're not going to be like exactly where other people are. You're carving out your own journey. You have to give yourself compassion along the way. Like that's one of the most important things. And, you know, you don't need to judge yourself based on where other people are. So I think that, you know, the biggest takeaway here, like if I were to give you two main action items, number one is, you know, figure out who you can compare yourself to that you aspire to be. Like, who can you model yourself after and follow those people? And when you start to feel negative feelings, ask yourself why? You know, are you setting the bar too high? Like, are you comparing yourself to an Olympic athlete and then beating yourself up that you're not achieving the same standard of fitness? 
Well, maybe you are, <laughs> you know, setting the bar a little bit too high for yourself. In other words, you know, look at the situation from a different angle. Like, yeah, it's cool to aspire to be like them. They have dedication. They have motivation. You know, how can you kind of in, in, inject some of that into your life, but not necessarily copy and exactly everything that they're doing? Uh, and so, yeah, so you want to create that, create a group of comparisons that are healthy, that you, that inspire you and, you know, assess your negative feelings. Number two, that's the biggest one. So when you do feel those negative feelings, ask yourself why, because if you ignore that, you're never going to be able to address those tendencies. Like you're always going to be a perfectionist who sets the bar too high, who envies other people and who lacks that confidence and, and self-worth. And so that's why it's important to not to to still have those comparisons because when those feelings come up, you want to actually like tune into them and address them instead of ignore them. So that's really all I wanted to talk about today. But I'm really curious to know, you know, what do you think? You know, do you think it's healthy to compare yourself to others or do you, are you in the camp that thinks that we shouldn't compare ourselves to others? I want to know. So you can let me know in the comments on the blog post for this. So that'll be summerinandin.com forward slash FRR dash three, because this is episode three. Uh, or you can, you know, tweet me at summerinanin, I-N-N-A-N-E-N, or go to my Facebook page, summerinanin nutritionist extraordinaire, and let me know. I am so curious. You've got to tell me. And last but not least, remember, I am on iTunes now. So if you like what you heard, I would be so grateful if you left me a review. And let me know what you think of the show and subscribe so that I can always be in your ears. I have some awesome interviews coming up over the next few weeks. So I'm not sure how many solo shows I'm going to do. I'll try to get a couple in there. But I have some amazing guests that I'm just like freaked out out about interviewing so excited so I can't wait for you to to uh, hear that and yeah for my free rule breakers guide to rocking your body definitely check out my website at summerinden.com or simply put summerthenutritionist.com into the google machine and that will connect you and make sure you follow me on all the social media facebook twitter instagram pinterest to stay up to date on all of my gossip and rule breaking advice until next time rock on. Mm-hmm.